And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're going to talk with the Reverend Al Cleveland, Associate Pastor at New Life Covenant Church Southeast, founder of a leadership training academy and founder of Salt Summit. His ministry's goal is to prepare those with the call of leadership within the kingdom of Christ to become fully functional ambassadors for the Lord. So if you want to hear about leadership and how to become a leader or how to correct a leader or how to be a good follower or how to recognize who we should follow, this show is going to be for you. I'm a partner at Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're all Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, to religious freedom, civil litigation. You can learn more about us by going to our website, MalkBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or call 312-726-1243. Pastor Al, tell us about yourself and how you became interested in the issue of leadership. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for having us on the show. Um, and I want all my followers to know out there in uh, social media, if you have not heard of Malk and Baker, you need to check them out, especially all of the senior pastors. How I became involved in leadership as a church baby, um, father was a pastor, mother uh, evangelist missionary in the Pentecostal church. Uh, I've been up front in the realm of leadership my entire life, grown up around some of um, uh, Christian's greatest um, leaders down south. Um, it's always been a heart pull of mine to uh, turn around and invest all of this knowledge that was given to me uh, freely. As we look at the world uh, today, especially within Christendom, uh, we see a lot of things off kilter, uh, even with or especially in leadership. So a lot of traumatic events, you know, three major uh, heart surgeries, two aneurysms, refocusing on life and all of this good stuff. So, Al, you've got to reach back and you've got to make sure that the generation behind you. Uh, understands that all of us at any given moment with the spirit of Christ, we have to lead as well as know when to pull back and allow our senior leaders to lead. And you, you said there's a lot of confusion about leadership. What what are the lacks of leadership in the body of, of Jesus today as you see it? At least, uh, and limit this to the United States. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what? When it's when it's time to stand up for the necessaries, when it's when it's time to uh, stand on the side of Christ and on the side of biblical scripture, uh, things have become so foggy now. The PC movement, uh, political correctness, political correctness and uh, loyalty to political parties have kind of like made the waters murky when they shouldn't be. Uh, we're Christians first. We're Christians first. And then everything else falls up under that. So a lot of things that we're seeing in leadership 
I believe, is falling from that, refusing to just be a peculiar people, stand out, and uh, be for Christ. Yeah, we see the same thing in the legal realm. Because God is God over the United States and over every nation, over the world, and over our legal systems. Mm -hmm. But our legal systems have been under attack by people who say, well, we can't know what God wants or if there even is a God. The ultimate authority in law has to come down to what we the legislators or we the president or we the king or or the dictator say is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And Americans really need to be reminded that our source of law, the authority for law, comes from God and and no other. If our laws don't reflect God's character and his law, the principles of his law, we're going to go astray. It sounds like the same same problem you're discussing in terms of leadership uh, crisis within the body. Exactly. Isn't it something, um, John, how... Uh, other religions, uh, people from other countries uh, come to our country, but then enforce their definitions of law and God and and religion. And our law willingly bends. Our government willingly bends. But when we who are here try to stand and say, well, no, our faith system and our faith book says X, Y, Z. They take the same law that has just been bent for people that are not from here. And calls us to bend. Amazing. Well, this is an an issue that a lot of Christians have. I think many are sensitive to what you're talking about, and they're dissatisfied with their leaders. Mm -hmm. And we often have the question, do I change leaders? Do I go to a different church? Or do I try to correct my leader? Uh, Certainly, we all can pray for them. Yes. But are we to be that passive as followers, or how do we... How do we engage? How do we help our leaders? How do we correct them? Oh, John, them? You, you're, you're, um, you open up Pandora's box here. Um, number one, I always say uh, to people who are having problems with their pastor in particular, did God tell you to join the church or was it a good feeling or you joined because your friend uh, joined? That's a great question, okay? Because if he didn't tell you to join, you're really on your own. Number two, if you know the Lord told you to join the church and spoke to your spirit, there are guidelines. As you say, we are to pray for our leaders and we are to be respectful and believe that God will touch the heart of our leader if the leader is wrong. Okay, but then there's a time when grace runs out even on a leader and you have to have the spiritual sensitivity to know when grace is run out. Amen. Amen. Okay, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio, and we're talking with the Reverend Al Cleveland, uh, speaker and associate pastor at New Life Covenant Southeast, founder of the Salt Summit, and we're talking about leadership. Leadership. And I want to tell you about when I changed churches and what I think God uh, put in my heart. He called called me to a Pentecostal church where Mm -hmm. I was uh, discipled, and I, I learned the Word of God, and I grew. And then one day... I had a dream about being in a mainline church, and there was a revival and move, move of the Holy Spirit. I, yes. I said, well, praise God. I'd, lo- I'd love to see the, sh- the, 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 the churches on the North Shore have revival and, and, and be moved. I never, mm-hmm. I never thought it would uh, come through the Assemblies of God, which had a very small presence on mm-hmm. the uh, 
on the North Shore. But I, I prayed for them and didn't think it involved me until I had some some problems later at the church. So I went to the pastor and said, you know, I I, I, th- I think we need to go to a different place where we can be more effective mm-hmm. in reaching people, lawyers, for example, my background, we have more lawyers and, mm-hmm. and, and more people with uh, uh, education. And he said, you know, you need to follow God, so go check places out. I went and I found a church my wife and I did that we liked. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the pastor there, and we explained to him and asked his guidance. And, and he was likewise, it wasn't about First Presbyterian Church of Evanston. It was about following God. Mm-hmm. Then we went back to the directors and the elders at the Assembly of God and said, here's what we think God has shown us, but we're in submission mm-hmm. to you. Do you think we should uh, stay or, or go uh, where we think God is? Because we were trying to listen to God, but yeah. we're realizing... We can't hear God all by ourselves sometimes. Sometimes we need our leaders. And they gave us the go-ahead, and it worked out very well for us, and I think for the kingdom of God, to be where God wanted us. But it came through submission and really asking existing leaders to give up their hold. And sometimes leaders don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So is that a pattern that you recommend? Most definitely. Um, scripture talks about um, safety being in the multitude of counsel. Uh, when, when, when men and women of God can come together and sit down and put egos down and share and listen to your strengths and listen to her strengths, and, and then we all talk to God, uh, it, it, it seems to work better that way. Does that happen all the time? Absolutely no. And what do you do then? Oh, wow. Um, Outside of uh, praying, uh, I'm real and very realistic. Uh, You look at where you are in life and you say, okay, Lord, uh, no one knows how much time they have on the planet. Help me make the best decision right now to utilize whatever time I have left. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I I had a word of wisdom from, uh, from an elder at the Assemblies of God. And he said, he said, John, you're never going to find a perfect church. Mm-hmm. And if you should happen to, once you join, it won't be perfect. It won't be perfect. <laughs> I tell people, when you find it, run. <laughs> Don't contaminate it. Please, do, do that pastor and that congregation a favor. Leave them immediately. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's important for followers to know, to, to be aware of the failings of leaders, but mm-hmm. but not to say I'm going to throw my leader out because he's not perfect. Because Amen. We aren't ourselves. We need first of all to do all we can to help our leaders recognize their issues, recognize our needs, and how we're hurting because they're not feeding us, mm-hmm. for example, uh, 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 properly, or we're confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but be supportive in the, in the way so we can help them. What does Hebrews say about? about leadership. Amen. We're going to find out about that when Amen. we come back. Amen. Coming up, we'll talk further with Al Cleveland and the Salt Summit. Salt Summit, that's right. For SaltSummit.com. SaltSummit.com. I'm, I'm John Malcolm, Malcolm Baker, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner of the law firm of Mauk and Baker, and we've been talking with Reverend Al Cleveland, founder of the Salt Summit, and talking about leadership. Al, just before the break, we started to talk about Hebrews 13. It says, yes. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy and not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. So it is. what is this verse telling us, and would you put it in context for leaders and followers? Because yes. most of our listeners are followers, but mm-hmm. many are leaders, and many will become leaders as they grow in their faith. Uh, real short, uh, this scripture is cut and dry. You don't want to be that follower for a leader uh, that makes his or her job cumbersome. It's just like I have three children. Uh, the house worked much better. Uh, it was much more of a cohesiveness about the house if everyone was following leadership. Scripture calls me the priest of my home. But there's a two-way street there. I I could not, in turn, uh, provoke my children to anger. Uh, because scripturally, that says that as the leader, I'm out of order. I'm wrong. So, yes, we are to submit. Yes, we are to obey our leaders. Uh, no, everything is not going to be, uh, you know, uh, cake and ice cream. Uh, they're not going to do everything that we like. Uh, but submission, I believe, has been lost in the body of Christ because everybody has this whole idea. I'm an uh, adult. I'm grown. You can't tell I'm me auto- what to do. Autonomous. I'm <laughs> autonomous. I'm I'm one with myself. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's the Bible at in all of this? Well, could you give us an example of how a member of your church or one of your followers has helped you when maybe you were uh, wandering or or not or needed encouragement of, of some way, and they came alongside or rebuked you or. Or maybe baked a cake for you, or yeah. or or whatever. So we give an example of how a follower can encourage a leader. Two things. Uh, first example: uh, Jesus had Peter, James, and John, his inner circle. We all need a inner circle, and even within that inner circle, those that surround us, that we insulate ourselves with. Uh, uh, yes, they have to you know honor and respect us as leaders, but we have to be open to hear them in a place that we may not hear others which says, I'm not always right. So here we go. I had a group around me as a a church plant pastor, uh, 2008, 2009. You know, um, I'm feeling myself and go and say, hey, Al, no, man, that's that's not cool. I had to take that because they were hearing from the people who didn't know how to approach me and say that. And it was self-correcting with what was around. What what were they supposed to say? Um, What, What did you need to hear? Uh, Al, um, you don't have to be so hard uh, 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 in this area on this one topic with this uh, particular ministry because they're not built the same way you were built. So, you know, old school down south says that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Uh, it's, uh-huh. it's it's a. It's not what you say, it's how you say. <laughs> By the way, I want to get to political correctness. We don't skin cats, but <laughs> I, I heard that means catfish, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Just, just, just so animal lovers out <laughs> oh, there Lord, don't, right. don't freak out. I'm telling my age. Here we go. <laughs> but uh, 
you needed to be told yes. in love mm-hmm. that you need to be more flexible and you need to understand yes. uh, more the needs and where your congregation was mm-hmm. coming from. Did you have a second example? Yes. Um, as a young elder, uh, I was an organist, um, but I was, I've always been gifted in speaking. And um, it was as if my pastor was ignoring my gift. Uh, he would let others speak, but I was always on the organ. And I would I would judge them on, you know, their speaking. And I would be like, oh, my God, that was horrible. This, that, another. He should have had me. So I had the nerve one day to go up to him in private and say, hey, why don't you let me preach? Da, da, da. I'm more than an organist. And he said something to me. Apostle Donald said something to me. He says, until uh, uh, you learn how to submit, your spirit will always override your gift. Wow. It will always override. Right, un- unpack that. Until you learn how to submit. To submit. Your spirit, your, uns- yes. your unsubmitted spirit. Yes. Will override your gift. No, your your, 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 your uh, spirit to be seen, uh, to be noticed, uh, will speak volumes over just how gifted you are. And a lot of times we have a lot of uh, leaders who will pull those people because they're trying to grow their church and they're trying to get notoriety. You're good enough. You're great. You're great. So which puts the church off kilter. All right. So when we talk about leadership and we go back to um, um, Hebrews uh, there about submitting to leadership, that leader has to know how to handle those uh, who are submitting around him or her. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, it's 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 always organic. It's not just cookie cutter. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk, partner law firm of Malk and Baker, and we're talking to Reverend Al Cleveland with some great insights on leadership, on how to be a good follower, and how to work together. And Al, you've got uh, coming up a Salt Summit. Can you tell us? Uh, this is what the third, the third annual salt. Third summit. annual salt. Uh, summit. Tell us about the previous ones and what you expect to have, uh, and, and that will be uh, when in October, uh, in November, in no- November, November the eighteenth, November the eighteenth. Uh, all of the information is at saltsummit.com. S a l t s u m m i t dot com. November eighteenth. Salt Summit uh, was birthed out of a uh, idea three years ago. Uh, from watching TED Talk, if and if you're not familiar with TED Talk, the premise is this: Who, you, Who's TED? I, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, uh, but it's it's a uh, a style of um, say presenting, and um, you only have b- between thirteen to eighteen minutes to uh, tell a story that that has an end and has an outcome. Kind of like a like a radio interview, like a radio <laughs> interview, and so you you put a lot of <laughs> topics together. And um, I said, well, there are things that I know that a lot of millennials and even uh, people who've been going to church a long time, uh, there are a lot of topics that can't be touched on Sunday morning, like uh, how uh, to have victory uh, uh, pre and post abortion. You know, those type of topics are hearing from um, women who have either thought about it or have gone through with it. But uh, either the grace of God stopped them or they found the grace of God after. Amen. Yes. 
Um, always available. Always available. But, you know, these topics are not pretty much touched on in a Sunday uh, homily message. So we pulled together about 10 to 12 different speakers, pastors, lawyers, entrepreneurs. Uh, we all come together, and uh, I let these men and women of God fly. But they got to come to the point because you, you do have the stopwatch on them. And this <laughs> is the thing that makes it's so inviting because people are kind of like left on the edge, even though it ends. It's not like a 30, 45 minute sermon where, okay, preacher, after 25 minutes, I'm struggling to hold on to you right now. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and so the upcoming Salt Summit, uh, who, are, who are some of the speakers? Uh, we have um, Pastor John Kirkwood of um, um, Full Gospel Church in Bensonville. Dear friend of mine, uh, we have um, Pastor Benjamin Vasquez. Um, we have a, um, um, a young entrepreneur out of uh, Detroit. I've watched him grow as a teenager, uh, former principal, and now he is the uh, president of a uh, non-for-profit in Detroit, Russell Harris. Uh, we have the uh, director, uh, Tricia, I can't think of her last name here in the state of Illinois, over uh, um, human trafficking. It's it's a wide varied. We have Mark and Baker, uh, who's going uh, to present about uh, their services that they're offer. This is truly a multicultural uh, how, event. How, how to practice law with the Lord? With the Lord, Amen. Jesus in the courtroom, Amen. That, that's that's my uh, that's my recent book. So I'll put in in the plug here. I love it. You cannot practice law. For God, without involving God, mm-hmm. engaging God, and using the gifts God has given to accomplish God's purpose, yes, not man's purpose, yes, yes, yes. Well, the Salt Summit sounds like uh, it's going to be exciting. It's, yes, it, it is. sounds like the Holy Spirit's going to be untethered. Untethered. And listen, if you would like to donate, you can go to saltsummit.com. If you would like to be uh, a partner and come stand alongside with us, go to saltsummit.com. All of the information is there. We appreciate, Reverend Al, for you coming in today. And how can our listeners learn more about it? They go to saltsummit.com. Saltsummit.com. Or you can call also 630-909-9349. That's 630-909-9349. Uh, go to saltsummit.com. S-A-L-T-S-U-M-M-I-T. November the 18th. We're looking for you. Learn how to be a better leader. Be a better leader. Learn how to become a leader. Yes. Learn how to be a better follower. Yes. Learn how to go from being a leader to a follower. Yes. When to follow. When to change leaders, when to correct leaders. Yes. All hugely important because we need unity in the body of Messiah. And unless we know how to manage those relationships, we're going nowhere. Exactly. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of local Christian attorneys, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. Or at MalkBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R dot com. A Christian law firm in Chicago serving churches, ministries, and businesses. You're going to have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed. You're going to have to serve somebody.